As Moses speaks to the people of Israel, he mentions a new kind of circumcision. Not one of the flesh, but of the heart. A heart change needed to keep God's law. On The Bible Brief. God said to Abraham, As for you, you shall keep my covenant, you and your offspring after you throughout their generations. This is my covenant which you shall keep, between me and you and your offspring after you. Every male among you shall be circumcised. You shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskins, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. From the book of Genesis, chapter 17. It's always a temptation for us humans to do something wrong with symbols and signs. We often make the fundamental mistake of thinking that the presence of a symbol indicates the reality that it points to. A speed limit sign should indicate that no one drives above the maximum speed. But one trip down the freeway shows that's not the case. The gift of flowers should indicate the love of one to another. But deceit can linger despite beautiful gifts. A library full of books should indicate a measure of education, but those books may never have been opened. These signs and symbols are good examples of what can happen when we read our Bibles wrongly. We can read about all the things we ought to do, and we can make a checklist a mile long. A checklist of signs. We can go through each day attempting to check off each item. We ensure we do this, and we ensure not to do that. And at the end of the day, we can see, did we have a good day? If most of the list is checked off, we might say, yes, today was an excellent day, Christian. Or on days with few checks, we might despair, saying, I'm not even sure I really am a Christian at all. But if we read our Bibles this way, we've missed the fundamental message of the Bible. The Bible has a strict order of things that can't be mixed up, an order that must be maintained to understand what God wants from anyone and everyone. And the order is this. Faith is the root of obedient fruit. I'll say it again. Faith is the root of obedient fruit. The checklist of obedience means absolutely nothing to God if it's not rooted in faith. If the checklist of obedience is a means to earn the love of God, it will fail every time. Because as it says in the book of Hebrews, without faith, it is impossible to please God. No amount of good deeds or obedient acts can do what faith does. Faith is the root of obedient fruit. Without faith, the branch withers and the fruit never comes. What appears alive is dead after all, because a plant without roots will never grow, will never mature, and will never produce the obedient fruit that pleases God when it comes from the nourishing roots of faith. Faith is the root of obedient fruit. One of the most fundamental laws that was given to the Israelite nation wasn't initially given by God at Mount Sinai or in the wilderness wanderings. While it was reiterated in the Sinai covenant with the people of Israel, it finds its origin in an even older, more fundamental covenant. This law is based in the Abrahamic covenant, and this is the law of circumcision. If you recall, 
The Abrahamic covenant can be summarized with three words, land, seed, and blessing. These promises to Abraham and to his offspring were promises of the land of Canaan, seed or offspring in abundance, and blessing to the world, especially through a particular seed of Abraham. The Abrahamic covenant is packed with promises that serve as the bedrock structure for much of the Bible story. But we can't miss the symbol of the Abrahamic covenant, because it becomes the important indicator of a concept we've been discussing. Faith is the root of obedient fruit. God says this to Abraham in Genesis 17, starting in verse 9. As for you, you shall keep my covenant, you and your offspring after you throughout their generations. This is my covenant which you shall keep, between me and you and your offspring after you. Every male among you shall be circumcised. You shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskins, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. Notice the final phrase. This circumcision shall be a sign of the covenant. A sign. A symbol of the covenant. A physical representation of the covenant. Circumcision is the sign commanded by God to show inheritance of the Abrahamic covenant. A sign that belongs to Israel. A sign that one follows the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And this sign was carried on from generation to generation. Every newborn son on the eighth day was circumcised to signal participation in the covenant. Circumcision was a command by God, a command showing that one was set apart from the other nations, that one was part of ethnic Israel. But this sign was supposed to mean more than simply a mark of covenant membership. It was also supposed to signal that one was of the faith of Abraham. Remember, it was the faith of Abraham that caused him to leave Ur of the Chaldeans and head to the land of Canaan. It was a faith that Abraham had before he was ever circumcised. Circumcision came as a sign of the covenant that resulted from the faith of Abraham. Now you may say to yourself, why is this important? Why are we talking about circumcision anyway? Well, the speech that Moses is giving to Israel through the book of Deuteronomy picks up a specific theme that we can't miss, and the theme involves circumcision. This commandment to circumcise, while originating in the Abrahamic covenant, was reiterated in the Sinai covenant, and every male of the over 600,000 males of the nation of Israel had undergone this sign. They had the sign of the Abrahamic covenant. Their parents had obeyed the command to circumcise their sons on the eighth day. But Moses says that though circumcised on the outside, they need to be circumcised on the inside too. Listen to this from Deuteronomy chapter 17, starting in verse 12. And now, Israel, what does the Lord require of you but to fear the Lord your God and to walk in His ways, to love Him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to keep the commandments and the statutes of the Lord which I am commanding you today for your good? Behold, to the Lord your God belong heaven and the heaven of heavens, the earth with all that is in it. Yet the Lord has set his heart and love on your fathers and chose their offspring after them, you above all peoples as you are this day. Circumcise therefore the foreskin of your heart and be no longer stubborn. For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great, the mighty, and the awesome God who is not partial and takes no bribe. 
Did you notice the connection flowing through what Moses is saying to the people? Moses says that God's requirement is twofold. Part one is internal, that is, to fear him, to walk in his ways, to love him and to serve him with all your heart and soul. But part two is external, to keep the commandments and the statutes of the Lord, which I am commanding you today for your good. Part one is an internal attitude that stems from faith in God. Part two is external fruit that stems from the same faith in God. Part one is the internal effects of faith, and part two is the external effects of faith. And so we can quickly understand what Moses means when he later says, Circumcise therefore the foreskin of your heart, and be no longer stubborn. He's saying that all the commands, both internal and external, depend upon something that goes on in the heart. A spiritual circumcision of sorts, that means putting away stubbornness and putting on faith. Putting away the rebellion of the wilderness for the faith of their forefather Abraham. Implicitly, we can understand that Abraham had a circumcised heart, a faithful heart, long before he was circumcised in the flesh at the age of 99. And we know this is the case because of a statement made about Abraham in Genesis chapter 26. It simply says, Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. This is a remarkable statement in Genesis, because up to that point, God hadn't given any statutes and laws to Abraham. Abraham was counted as one who satisfied the law of God, who upheld it, because he had a circumcised heart with faith in God. And that faith led him to a humble obedience to the point of binding the promised son Isaac for sacrifice there on a mountain in Canaan. Faith was the root of Abraham's obedient fruit. Moses here in the speech is trying to preempt something that had perhaps begun among the nation of Israel. They thought that simply being an offspring of Abraham made them special, as if God owed them blessing and counted them righteous by virtue of their relationship with Abraham. If God asked them, why should he bless them? They might have answered, because I am circumcised as you commanded. But what Moses is getting at is this. God doesn't bless those who are merely circumcised on the outside. Circumcision counts for nothing when it comes to being right before God. Faith is what counts. The humble circumcision of the heart is what counts. Obedience that's rooted in faith is what counts. Circumcision of the heart is the necessary root for obedience to the laws of God. Circumcision of the flesh was only a sign. Now for our part, we can trick ourselves into thinking that signs indicate the reality that they point to. But they're only signs. Baptism means nothing without faith. Bread and wine mean nothing without faith. Church membership and attendance mean nothing without faith. Because faith is the root of obedient fruit. With faith, baptism signals new life on the inside through the death and resurrection of Jesus. With faith, bread and wine symbolize the new covenant that we get to benefit from. With faith, church membership means fellowship among believers in Christ. Without faith, a so-called Christian checklist is only a checklist. With faith, a checklist represents a God-honoring endeavor 
to use each moment for God's glory. When Moses was calling the people to a circumcised heart, he was calling them to nothing less than faith. The same faith that made Abraham righteous before God. The same faith that can make you righteous before God. Do you have a circumcised heart? Join us next time as Moses concludes his speech to the people with two options. They can choose life or death, good or evil. The Bible Brief is brought to you by the Bible Literacy Foundation, dedicated to helping people like you learn the Bible. Copyright Bible Literacy Foundation 2023.